Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as a man, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And therefore we're told, Proverbs 4, 23, to keep our hearts with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The heart is where it all begins. The heart is where it all starts. It's the, it's the, it's the center of all of our desires and all of our understanding. And so we're to set a guard upon our hearts, that is to set a, a protection around our hearts so that nothing enters that will destroy it. And we do this by spending time in the Word of God. In, Psalm, in 1 Samuel, sorry, not Psalm, but 1 Samuel 16, 7, we read about David, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the heart of his stature, because I refused him. This is talking about his brother of David. For the Lord seeth not as a man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. And David's brothers would have been chosen by Samuel to be king above David any day. But what God was looking for was not what he looked like in the outward, but what he looked like in the heart, what the heart was like. And here is David revealing to us in Psalm 139 his desire for God to search his heart, to know his heart. David asked God to see what's in his heart. Now God already knew what was in the hearts of David. Look in verse 1 of Psalm 139. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. So this question, search me, O God, and know my heart. This is not about David saying, Lord, I've been able to keep things hidden from you for a long time. Now I want you to have a look and find out what's there. Uh, this is not a case of God doesn't know what's already in the heart of David. He does. But what David's asking here is that God would reveal it to him, to, to David, that God would search the heart of David, that God would indeed look into the heart of David and he would know his heart and then he would reveal that to David. That God might know and see all that is within his heart and reveal that so that David might know and see all that's in his heart. That God would make him conscious of any wrong desires. That God would make him conscious of any wrong motives. That God would make him conscious of any sin that might hinder the blessings of God upon his life. David wanted his heart to be open before God and God therefore to show David what was in his heart. In this, David is challenging God to make a full investigation to the innermost parts, the innermost search of his heart, to exercise any and every test upon David, that God might make David's heart available to do, that he might then deal with those things, to prevent him from being a man after God's own heart, so that he might indeed be all that God wants him to be. You know, you and I as believers would do well to pray as David did. That you and I would ask God to reveal to us what's in our hearts. That God would make an honest appraisal of our hearts and he would reveal that to us through his word and through the preaching of the word that God would allow you and I to see the condition of our hearts spiritually that you and I might deal with those things that hinder God's blessing on our lives. You know, God, I'd ask God to look into the very center of our lives. 
We might not like what we see. It may not be pretty what God reveals, but it will be worthwhile if you and I take time to ask God to expose the character of our heart. It will make a difference in our lives. We've got the desire to have the Lord reveal to us what's in our hearts that hinders blessing and allow him to change us for his glory. Secondly, he says here, not only search me, O God, and know my heart. He says, try me and know my thoughts. Try me and know my thoughts. David asked God to literally put him to the test. The idea here of trying is the same as you would test or try metals, or you'd prove metals to evaluate their purity. You know, it's the idea of gold, where you would take gold and you heat gold up and, and uh, then you would let it cool and you'd take off the scum off the top and then you would heat it up again and do the process over and over again until you end up with pure gold. The surface uh, 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 would be removed and what would be left is the pure gold. This is what David is asking God to do. He's asking God to put his heart, uh, to put his thoughts to the test. As he says there, try me and know my thoughts. Put me to the test. Prove me. Lord, allow the, the, the dross to rise to the top and then skim it off. And keep on doing that, Lord, till all the dross is gone. And what is left is pure gold, is a heart that is after God, that I'm a man after God's own heart. Lord, just prove me. Try me. Know my thoughts in first peter chapter 1 and verse 7 we read that the trial of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perisheth though we try with fire might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of jesus christ that's what david prayed for david prayed that god might test his very thoughts he's really asking the lord to read his mind when David said, see if there be any wicked way in me, which he says in verse 24, and see if there be any wicked way in me, he wasn't challenging God to find an area of wickedness. He was asking God to show them to him so that he might confess them, that he might repent of them before God. Try me, Lord, know my thoughts and as you know my thoughts, reveal to me any wicked things that are in me that I need to deal with, Lord. Bring the dross to the top. Bring the impurities to the top. And allow me then to have them removed so that I might be pure, Lord. Know my heart, know my thoughts. So that the wickedness might be taken away. And that's what we need to do. We need God to look into our hearts and we need God to reveal to us the content of our heart. We need God to look into our minds, to read our minds and reveal the content of our mind. And we need God to show to us any wickedness that's in us that needs to be taken away, that the dross would be removed, that you and I might be men and women after God's own heart, that God would work in us to purify us. I don't think that you and I seriously at times seek God to do this to us you know we, we ought to want God to look in and reveal through our through his word that which needs to be changed remember it says in James 
that we look at the perfect law of liberty and we see what manner of man we are. That's what God wants to do. He wants to look into the mirror of God's word and see what we look like. And then ask God to change us. To reveal the sin and repent of that sin. Then thirdly, he says, and lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in the way everlasting. David asked God for direction and guidance. Proverbs 14, 12, we read, There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You see, David understands that there is a way that seems right unto man. He understands that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked, above all things who can know it. David understands that it potentially you can be led astray by your own heart, by your own thoughts. You can actually believe that what you're doing is right, even though it's wrong. You and I can have such a desire for something that we actually believe it's right. It seems right. That The opportunity seems to be there. There seems to be a, a, an open road along that path and, and it seems to us that that's right and it seems appealing. And yet David knows that the heart is deceitful and he understands that there is a way that seems right of the man but the end thereof are the ways of death. He understands that there is potential to be led astray. And so David says, Lord, I want you to search me I want you to try me. I want you to know my thoughts. I want you to reveal the wickedness that's in my heart and in my mind so that I might simply walk in your paths. We can all be easily deceived. We can all be easily led astray. Every one of us in this room tonight can be easily led astray of our own desires, of our own passions. We can actually believe that we're doing something is right when really before Almighty God, it's not right. And the thing we may be pursuing may not even be sin. It may be something that is not simple in and of itself, but the pursuit of it is contrary to the will of God. And because you and I have closed minds, and because you and I have insensitive hearts, you and I are led astray by our own devices. But if you and I want to be used of God, if we want to have a heart after God like David, you and I need to seek his help. It means that you and I must admit that we need his directions in our lives, that we need God every day. We need him every moment, every day, to lead us in his paths of righteousness. We need to allow him to direct us in all things. And you and I need to be willing to submit to his authority and follow his leadership. You know, we all struggle to bring ourselves under the authority of others. And the reality is we often struggle to bring ourselves under the authority of God. And yet if we want God's blessing, if we want to have, be men and women of, who are like David, uh, uh, who have a heart after God, then you and I need to allow him to lead us. Allow him to be our guide. In John 16, 13 we read, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. 
You and I have in, in us, indwelling in us, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. And the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, the comforter that God gave to us at the point of salvation, that indwelling Spirit, God gave to you and I so that you and I might indeed know the truth. That you and I might be guided in truth, that you and I might walk in truth. So that you and I might indeed bring glory to God. We all too often seek our own will and don't put God first. But if we desire the blessing of God, then we must surrender to His will. The choice is ours. Do we want to have the blessing of God upon our lives? Do we want to be known as men and women after God's own heart? Then if so, like David, we need to say, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. We need to ask God to reveal to us that which hinders us from knowing and doing his will every day. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for Psalm 139 and for David's plea. That Lord God reveals to us why David was known as a man after God's own heart. Because he was a man who sought you to search his heart, to know his thoughts to reveal wickedness within him that he might indeed be led in the way everlasting. And Lord, help us as your servants to be equally submissive to your will for your glory day by day. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.